everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi. And today we are talking about season six, episodes six, seven, and eight of The Nanny. And can you guys believe it that as far as recaps go, we after today, we'll have five more left. Wow. Oh, it's depressing. <laughs> I know, it's so sad. It's crazy. I mean, in retrospect, I was, if I if I'd known it would be so fun, I, I might have only done two episodes of recap. But, uh, but I I didn't want to press my luck. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it seemed so daunting at first. You know, the idea of doing you know doing it all, and and so uh, it's but but yeah, it's been quite a ride. So yeah, we have uh, five more episodes that I'm sure we'll do some other episodes, recaps, things like that. Uh, rankings, stuff like that. But if you have any ideas about what you'd like us to talk about next, just let us know. If you try to let us know for, on Twitter, Frankcast 14, uh, let us know what you would like us to talk about next, but it's going to be fun to talk about these episodes. These are a little more dramatic than typically you see on the nanny. And the reason why I wanted to put these three together is because there's, there's a to be continued in, uh, in them. So they're kind of a set little trilogy of episodes and the first one is I'm pregnant. This is episode six. And uh, this is when Maggie thinks that she is pregnant. Fran takes her to the doctor and finds that she is the expectant mother. So Larry, what did you think of this episode as the first part of this sort of grouping overall? Yeah, I actually liked the episode overall. And I think it works as a good kickoff to this little arc of the mm-hmm. story really so yeah, yeah i liked it what do you think queen i liked it and i liked these episodes a lot more than last week i just felt like mm-hmm. i feel i felt like they were kind of going on all cylinders even though yeah. we talked about season six being kind of slower than season five i feel like these this was a good grouping yeah and i was thinking about as i was watching them it's supposed to have been really hard for fran to, to do the storyline when her marriage was kind of falling apart. She was having a lot of problems mm-hmm. at that time. It must've been tough. Yeah, to, for sure. Yeah. To, to have this arc going on, but uh, it starts out her and Sylvia and Yetta walk in on Maggie and her boyfriend in France, old bed. And you'd have to be pretty stupid of these two to do this. Don't you think? I mean, they're in her, her, they're in her parents' home. Uh, I, I just feel like you would at least lock the door. <laughs> it seems like a really dumb move on Maggie's part. Do you agree, Larry? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's usually something. I mean, Maggie does another dumb move later in the episode. She doesn't like locking doors, we learn really quickly. Ooh, sorry, these dogs are going crazy here. <laughs> um, all of them. <laughs> um, no, but I definitely agree. And since I didn't get to really talk about him since I wasn't here last week, I do have to say they picked quite a looker for mm-hmm. Maggie's boyfriend, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my. <laughs> but, yeah. 
You buy that he would have an underwear billboard on Times Square? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We talked last week, Larry, like this was a few years after the Mark Wahlberg, Calvin Klein whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Little Marky Mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like when she's that Fran. What the heck were you doing? I know what, what you're doing. Why were you? I know why you're doing. That was funny. And Sylvia, uh, I'll I'll be in the kitchen. There's a shocker. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. And then, of course, Mr. Sheffield sees it, and he's and he, he says, "Miss Fine," and he says, "Now I'm back to Miss Fine. Thank you very much, young lady." <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we me. also have niles and Cece are flirting with each other but uh over the phone but they don't uh realize she doesn't realize it's him and he has her sing poppy the sailor man that was so funny <laughs> that was hilarious what a weird thing so it's kind of reminded me of the golden girls again Mm-hmm. where there's an episode where Blanche just like puts a car ad out and like fake puts her car up for sale just to like meet men. Um, and then this episode you have like Cece just like, Oh, you have such a sexy voice, like talking to him off the start. And I'm like, what is, what, was this a thing in like the late eighties and early nineties where people just like hooked up over car sales. That was like the matchmaker. <laughs> selling your used car is how you met your your future uh spouse <laughs> i mean this would have been 98 so we're the late well, yeah, 90s. i guess this is late 90s <laughs> Lord, i remember I was like, hearing i feel like remember hearing about craigslist and people meeting and kind of hooking up through craigslist ads but but there used to be a like section on craigslist for yeah. ads yeah. Is- yeah they have the um the uh the personals on craigslist but I, I feel like i remember hearing about just through other purchases and things like that but but then there was the craigslist killer and there was a lifetime movie about it and so that was <laughs> that was kind of the never, end of that i was never gonna do that <laughs> but so i wouldn't advise it but yeah there <laughs> and it, this definitely reminded me of when he gets her to cook like a chicken yeah yeah right. <laughs> Which is one of the best parts of the show. Yeah. I like how she does it, like in that deep, sultry voice. And he's like, no, 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 like do it in the like Popeye voice. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> and so Mr. Sheffield and Fran are talking, and he says, We waited five years. And she's like, That's a little sore spot with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so you're right. Niles wants to buy Cece's car and Sylvia wants a workout partner. So she tricks him and uh, and thinks that he thinks that she'll be his workout partner, but it's really Sylvia. So that's kind of a gag. And it turns out her car is a piece of junk. It's terrible. And so, like, why would you? Well, I know they have a penthouse, but parking in New York is a, at a premium as it is. Like, you can barely get parking. You yeah. can't really have a car there. And I'm like, if you're the butler, why do you need a car? I don't know. I thought it was a little yeah. funny. 
that's it was true. Funny, but it, the, I mean, the whole the gag, the thing was funny, but the why, why? If I'm really thinking logically about it, like why do you need a car? But whatever, that's I'm true. Silly. Well, mm. especially when Mr. Sheffield evidently has a limo at his disposal, right? At all times. <laughs> so, do you think he just has like a car service, and then he just calls and they come? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah be my guess. Probably. Yeah. So then we get the plot of Maggie thinks that she's pregnant. This is the main plot of the of the story. When Maggie tells Fran she passes out, and then Yada says, "Nice rug." <laughs> that was a good joke. That was funny. Hmm. And, and Maggie says, "I'm never going to do it again." <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) And then we get this sequence with Fran kind of looking like Carmen San Diego and she's kind of playing the spy and uh, trying to get the uh, pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. And it says, Mm -hmm. if if you aren't pregnant, it'll turn pink. If you are pregnant, it will turn blue. And then uh, he says, no husband, no house, no money, and it ain't going to be a picnic for you. (laughs) Uh, So they go to the gynecologist after Mr. Sheffield says they have to go. And it's this... (laughs) It's this flower and lace exam room oh. with cookies that look like my doll. Oh my gosh. That was just excessive. Like, I, I don't think I could go into a doctor's office like that and take it seriously. Like, it wouldn't make mm-hmm. me comfortable. It would actually creep me out, I think. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. have this sterile, cold, regular environment, to be honest. Well, and you wouldn't well, like I, the the tools and the warmer and the bun warmer. Uh, I do. Li- no, actually, yes, because <laughs> the the warmer was definitely the best part of this whole concept. <laughs> on, without getting too technical, that yeah, having warm instruments is not a bad idea. That's all I'm gonna say. That was a good idea, and I wouldn't mind listening to the Lilith Fair album. <laughs> I forgot oh that gosh. existed until this episode yeah. came back. I forgot about it. It was like, who was it? Sarah McLaughlin? I remember her. I don't know who else was in yeah. there. Yeah, Sarah McLaughlin and Cheryl Crow and uh, um, oh, I'm trying to think of others. I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of of uh, Fiona Apple, people like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then the thing that I pushed it too far is the last thing that you should probably have in a gynecologist's office is to have wine there. <laughs> You're dealing with a lot of pregnant women. They probably, or people who might be pregnant or think they're pregnant. You don't want to have wine. <laughs> right. That was odd. <laughs> that was crazy. But, uh, I, I mean, I guess this, the maybe this is the way the other half lives, but I, I don't know. But they have Nora Dunn as Dr. Reynolds. And uh, so that was, it was kind of fun. I mean, it's tough to make jokes about stuff like this. Like, it's just stuff that people typically don't really talk about that much, whether for right or wrong. So it's kind of hard to make jokes about it. But, but yeah, the, the, uh, 
the and then the cookies like might all made me laugh. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So we find out the that Hillary comes to see her once oh a week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was just not cool. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was terrible. Says it, and then she says, wouldn't you if he was your husband? That's I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a 1998 joke if I've ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> like that right now. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, and then we find out Maggie isn't pregnant. Yay. Yeah. Yay. And, the, but. <laughs> Obviously, I'm anti children. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, no pregnancies. <laughs> but Fran finds out that she is pregnant uh and so then she is about to tell maxwell and he says the last thing we need right now is a baby running around the house so that kind of that then she's sad and then we also get niles he has this whole scheme uh to get his money back on the car <laughs> that was pretty with good. A, yeah with somebody who wants to buy it and is going to pay all this thing and back and forth and so he gets he wins in the end uh but when when maxwell says that there's the to be continued dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> and for this the fashion we start with a shiny floral print dress with jacket i said that it looks kind of like an old-fashioned tapestry mm, uh, and it it's a uh, todd oldham Oh really? I I didn't care for it. I like the fabric, but not the. I like the fabric texture, but not the actual fabric. You know, I I wish that I wish that it wasn't print on print on print. Like it would to me, it would have looked better if she'd taken that jacket and had like a a maybe one of her dark turtlenecks underneath, or you know, so then it would be there'd be like a little contrast instead of matchy matchy matchy. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it looked very old to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then she has a leopard print pants and matching jacket, black turtleneck, and matching beret hat. And that's Betsy Johnson. Berets must have been in this, in 98, because she, <laughs> she has a bunch. <laughs> yeah. She's always uh, rocking those little berets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think almost every episode she's had a yeah. beret on at some point. Yeah. This was her rug outfit. Hat. I liked that hat though. I liked her beret there with the striped leopard thing on it. I kind of liked that. I still would like it better if it wasn't so matchy matchy. True. You know, like if, if the leopard was an accent to some solids, um, I, I would like it better, but it's, it was, it was pretty cute. Can you rock a beret, Rachel? Hmm. I don't know if I've ever even tried a beret. <laughs> can't think of one i've ever worn one in my life but <laughs> i tend to not rock hats very well because oh. my head is above average in size <laughs> so i don't look very good with hats <laughs> i no, like right. hats <laughs> but not certain kinds <laughs> at least it's a floppy hat rachel what's that even like a big floppy oh hat. i love big floppy hats but more like the beach and stuff like that yeah, you don't like a Kentucky Derby hat. So the Derby's right around the corner now. Or a fascinator yeah, of any exciting. kind. Um, 
<laughs> I've worn, yeah, I've worn, uh, I had like a little steampunk outfit that I had a little hat. It was like a small top hat that you clip on. That looked pretty cute. Mm. But what about I you, Colleen? Did you rock a berets in the 90s? You know, I had a beret, but I don't know if I ever wore it in public. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember having one. I don't think I have a lot of winter hats and gloves and scarves because of where I grew up and I, you know, if yeah. I go home to visit. Mm-hmm. But I really wish I could wear some of them. I love wearing winter hats, like just a flat, you know, normal hat. I love that look everyone was wearing when letting their hair down. You know, it's kind of, I think it's still kind mm-hmm. of on trend every season. It feels like you could wear your hat, go to the mall or go to the store and throw your hat on with your sweatshirt you know kind of thing i like that what about you larry do you rock the bray well a funny ish thing is so in marching band which i was in for my entire high school and then a couple years of college uh of course you know you have your little marching uniform and then most of the band wears the hat with like the big plume on it on Mm -hmm. the front uh or at least our band but a lot of marching bands have those little hats with the plumes but since I was a tuba player, the the way where the tuba comes up and like how it sits, it's not really you're not going to put a plume because it's going to get hit by the tuba. So we all wore little berets. <laughs> so that is my beret experience is through marching band. How did I not know you played the tuba? Until now. I know. That's awesome. I played the I played clarinet and then I played the flugelbone for one year. Oh what my. is that? This episode has a 7.6 on IMDb. Oh, what would you give it, Larry? Yeah, I'm gonna stick pretty close to that. I think I'm gonna go 7.5 on this one. What about you, Colleen? Um I thought it was pretty funny. I'm gonna go with an eight. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with a seven, but now you oh. guys are making me. <laughs> Rachel, uh, I thought it was, you know, it was fine. I enjoyed it, but um, yeah, I'll just stick with my guns. I'm gonna say a seven. Oh, uh, a rare occurrence I, on this I, podcast, right? <laughs> All right. So then we have episode seven, and this is Mom's the Word. And so Fran is excited about the news of her pregnancy, though Maxwell doesn't want seem to want any more children. And so, yes, in this episode, you have Fran. She uh, she is excited about being pregnant, but she's trying to tell Maxwell in the best way she can. And and then he doesn't respond the best, but it turns out that is this the one where she actually has lost the baby uh and so it's again it's kind of sad but uh, and we also get it to be continued so overall what do you think of this one colleen um i like this one it has a little bit of a sad tone to it you know because having a husband who doesn't want a baby would be pretty devastating you know or doesn't is not ready to have a baby at that point and right. again, I feel like you need to talk about these things like before you get married, but mm-hmm. they, you know, they had a little bit of time to do that. <laughs> I think the idea is, is that she got pregnant in, on the island is kind of the idea here. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what Fran thinks. 
And so that's why it would, I guess, be a surprise. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, what do you think overall of this episode, Larry? Yeah, I liked it as well. It had a more serious tone overall, for sure. But um, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, I I think, and we have some good, pretty good acting in this, and then the next episode from Fran. Mm-hmm. Ask her to do a little more than she usually does. And you also have Brighton and Yetta's little storyline, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> it's just like the B story. Yeah, Brighton taking Yetta to the movies. And of course, Yetta wants to see The Bride of Chucky. <laughs> and, and so then Brighton loses Yetta, and Yetta loses Brighton. <laughs> I liked Gracie's like more fun for me line. Um, yeah. yeah. Later in the episode. Yeah. And then, and Yetta says, I lost my Sylvia and never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fran or somebody's like, she's in the she's oh, in the living room. Yeah. What? <laughs> that was funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. So and it starts out with this whole thing of Niles hearing the gossip. And he wants to tell Maxwell, but he promises Fran that he won't. And so then he's a, he becomes Cece's slave because he spills the, spills the news. So that's also kind of a B storyline. And at one point he's like, congratulations, sir. You're having people for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) What do we think about Fran's name for the the baby little Shlomo or Shloma? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, outrageous, but. (sighs) I know somebody with that name. (laughs) Really? You're a dish, Shlomo? Yeah, I don't want to get into too much yeah. detail, but somebody I work with, <laughs> not in my department, but someone I know at my work is named, yeah. someone prominent is named, is, oh. has that name. So, wow. you know. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's, it's right. So. Yeah. Well. You don't know a Shlomo, though? No. No, I only know Shlomo. I, I actually know two Oh, wait. No, I knew. I also know someone with another something else with Shlomo. I think it's like Von Shlomo or Van Shlomo, something like that. <laughs> but the one I'm thinking of is it, the first name is Shlomo. So see, it sounds like a last name to me. Like, I I, I don't know. I can't envision it as a first name, but I, I can hear it better as a last name, a family name. Yeah, me too. Uh, and this is the the episode where we get the uh, meme that you sometimes see that's yes. zooming up on CC when she finds out that when now spills the beans. Uh, that's a popular nanny meme. <laughs> Looking up on her. My life is over. <laughs> uh, this is another one where we get one of her uh, very long... Uh, negligee things that she's been wearing this season. Mm-hmm. There's almost like a full-on like dress. This yeah. one is white. Still don't like them and, very much. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not that pretty. They don't make her look like she's beautiful, of course. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I I they're not my favorite. Yeah. 
not to talk about fashion early, but she makes him all of his favorite British food, which all sound disgusting. <laughs> Except for maybe, I guess, the scones. <laughs> but kidney pie and stuff like that. Gross. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't eat that stuff. <laughs> obviously uh, i don't eat meat yeah. of any kind but uh, i also like that uh it says look skip a generation our children will look like their grandparents <laughs> 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 that is definitely false <laughs> i've never heard that before and uh, i also he says you know how much fun you are when you get all liquored up <laughs> Oh what gosh. a sweet thing to say. <laughs> um, and he continues to not want to have a child. And then when she says, she says, that's the way pregnant women act. And I, I, I mean, you are, you do have more hormones when you're pregnant, mm-hmm. but they're not like completely irrational beings or anything like that. <laughs> I don't think they think they always no. kind of play that up in every time yeah. they write about a pregnant woman on a TV show. I feel like yeah. that's a standard thing. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom was never that big on the weird cravings things. Cause my mom had uh, a child when I was 10, when I was 16 and when I was 18 Wow. yeah <laughs> and yeah she never had that weird of ones it was was kind of funny though when she had my uh when she had anna when i was 10 she would always want these ice cream sodas which are so delicious mm-hmm. um and, and and then she pretty quickly after that pregnancy became lactose intolerant <laughs> oh. oh no <laughs> <laughs> and when she was pregnant with with Sammy, she she liked Thai food a lot, which is weird because usually you don't like spicy food when you're pregnant that much. But yeah, she we would go into Thai food all the time. I even tried to make it once, and it was a total disaster. I tried oh, to make hot no. Thai. Yeah, it was. It did not work at all. <laughs> yeah, we we are not pepper. Um, what's her name? Tegan. Now I'm, I could never be her. Uh, Chrissy oh, Tegan's yeah. mother who who has a Thai cookbook and I'm like, oh, that oh, sounds yeah. lovely, but no way. I'll just I love take Thai. out. I love Thai, but not to make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it, but I would never make it. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, uh, then you have uh, Cece makes Niles Dice hair red to try to uh to test the hair dye <laughs> and uh i liked when he's like i gotta get you're gonna get rid of the maxwell says you're gonna rid of the red not after i get until i get rid of the blonde <laughs> uh and and now says how could you be so insensitive <laughs> this is the happiest day of my life <laughs> And uh, yeah, and so then we have Margaret Cho is in the park. Yeah. And what do you think of that, Larry? Uh, I thought it was cute. I thought she's I like Margaret Cho a lot. So um, 
Yeah, it was a cute little moment, too. Um, even though they're talking about, like, bleaching the baby's mustache and sideburns. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Did you, what do you think, Colleen? Oh, I like her. I've liked her since mm-hmm. the first series she did on, I think it was on ABC many years ago. And I saw her do stand-up. She's oh, really, yeah, one time. It's been a while, but at least 15, 20 years ago. But I, I thought she was great. Yeah, she was on Dropped to Diva, and okay. I is a show I adore and love. And <laughs> so she was really great on on that show. And All American Girl is, I think, the the show. That's that she, the one, the yeah. very first one where she kind of got noticed. That was the one. I liked that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember liking it too. This was in '98. That show ended in '95. So oh, okay. this would have been pretty early on in her career. But yeah, I like her too. She's, I mean, this is probably one of the, <laughs> one of the, I guess she wasn't uh, swearing in Drop to Diva, but she, she, she has normally a quite the potty mouth. But. Oh, in her stand up. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, and I guess we're, we were supposed to know who this doctor is. Oh, I, when I had goes to, look to the him doctors. Up. I looked him up because the, the, the studio audience cheered. So obviously they recognized him. And it's this guy, Chad Everett. And evidently he was a in a show called Medical Center. Medical Center. So in still- the 70s, in I guess um mid-70s I looked it up and my sister I remember my mother telling me a story about my oldest sister Kathy I'm gonna call you out Kathy loved (laughs) Chad Everett and I guess he was like her George Clooney of ER like that was the heartthrob of the time he was like the big doctor heartthrob you know on TV like when in the 90s it was it was Clooney you know where when ER came on so he was like that he was a big deal at that time I thought, oh, is he going to be in like General Hospital or something like that? You know, but no, uh, he was. I mean, because as soon as he, everybody cheered in the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was definitely well known. He passed away in 2012. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So he's the doctor, and he to ask Fran what she ate, and she goes on for like three minutes. <laughs> stuff she's like i'll just write terrible. a lot of food <laughs> uh-huh. and uh the uh you have a nice moment where where max calls sylvia mom and she says uh, and they're a cute little moment i thought together you certainly you certainly seen me more often than your mother <laughs> uh and there he was just like his dad he'll be a member of the chess club like his mom the price club and hope he has your hair and my voice <laughs> what he's just like what do you mean <laughs> the accent that would be really cute and baby talk <laughs> uh but then she finds out that she's lost the baby and it's very very sad and uh except well She's like not pregnant, right? That's a, a, so. Do you think it would have been better, or I guess certainly probably more impactful if she lost a baby? But maybe it was just too much. 
Yeah, I don't know why they decided to make it just like bloating. It was that's like very a false weird. pregnancy. Like a false positive. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, weird. She just like whatever food she ate made her like crippling pain in the park. Yeah, that was a weird choice. Um, and then uh, you end with Yetta and Brian finding each other, which was funny. So it kind of ends on a joke. Um, oh. This one doesn't have much fashion. Uh, it starts with this. Uh, this suit that's this crazy pattern i didn't know how to explain it it was not like paisley almost like i don't know it was like and it was like bright neon colors yeah like yellow and green and blue and uh it was just crazy and this is most chino and again too matchy matchy like if you just had that crazy print skirt and then a solid top that would have looked pretty good i think right but all together, it's too much. And, and especially when you have the matching headband, it's. <laughs> <laughs> the headband is where Rachel draws yeah, the line. That's right. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, uh, let me. Oh, let me uh, remember. Hold on just a sec. Um, there, one of the fashion YouTubers. Uh, did it just made me think of it with the matching headbands thing because she talked about that on her that she did a whole episode on the nanny this week i posted on frank 14 it it actually had come up in my recommendations like my recommended on youtube oh really yeah it's mina lee is her name and she did a whole video on the ultimate 90s style icon fran drescher and the nanny so and we'll put a link in the description if you want to check that out because it was pretty good it was pretty good oh, cool and yeah and it, it showcased a lot of her favorites were our favorites too uh but anyway so yeah she talked about the the headbands on the video but i don't know what do we think of this suit yeah i mean it was too much yeah it was, it was just a lot yeah, and then she has on that white lacy negligee thing. I didn't love it. Uh, and then she just puts a red coat over over when she's at the park over the negligee. And that's it. They excite from a hospital bed for this yeah, episode. Just like runs out the house and that with the coat on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what do you give this one, Colleen? It's slightly lower than the last one. I would give it a 7.5. What about you, Larry? Um, Yeah, I'm going to rate it, uh, I guess, pretty much on the same level. I'll give it a 7.5 as well. Um, This one's a hard one to rate because it's more emotional. Um, um, I'm going to give the same as the other one. I'm going to give it a 7. Um, all right, so now we have episode eight, Making Whoopi. The weird part about this episode is that Whoopi had already starred on the show. So, uh, as a different character, it's kind of strange for her all of a sudden to be Whoopi Goldberg. Coolio, we- too. What's that? Coolio, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was strange. I was like, this is like almost meta. 
like that they're now celebrities when they've been characters on the show yeah. are we supposed to believe there's a world where there's the characters that they played and the celebrities i guess name the episode after her yeah it was weird as Fran is depressed over her inability to conceive, she finds out that she's ovulating just as they're making an appearance on Hollywood Squares. <clears throat> so this one, I it's okay. I think it, I don't know. It's just hard. It's a hard subject to make all that funny. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so personal. And it's just a hard subject, I think, to make funny is... <laughs> conceiving a child uh but they do about as good a job as you can i would say i think and the there's... cookie part and the the valve stuff kind of was really funny so yeah. i feel like that kind of made up for some of the more major the i felt like the b stuff was a little bit better than yeah. normal or that kind of yeah. elevated it a little bit for me i can see that i can see that so uh, yeah what overall what do you think of this one larry yeah, I thought it was fine. Maybe maybe you just have like a personal connection to like child conception, right, Joe? Yeah. To have it be so personal. I don't know. Are you just I, I just, it was fine. I thought it was fun. It was funnier than the last couple, I think. Yeah. I it did have some pretty funny jokes. And uh, so I do like when Sylvia says, You have to explain to the Hadassah newsletter. <laughs> why is wrong yes there's no headline but fran does a good job here like in the more dramatic moments Mm -hmm. like crying and i thought she she pulled it off i really liked like the pause before the cry like that that moment i thought was Mm -hmm. actually really touching they also don't have the intro this is one of the only episodes that i can think of i'm glad they did that it wouldn't it wouldn't have fit i feel Mm -hmm. It was just yeah. a sad moment. So, yeah, and the cute moment at the beginning with Fran and Maxwell, where she he's like, "You're still holding on." <laughs> and do you need to talk? It was cute. I think. Uh, and she's already gotten a, an outfit, an animal print outfit for the baby, and then a baby doctor outfit. It's <laughs> just cute. Oh my gosh, that little tiny coat i could not i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i liked i really liked the sound effect they're like ee, ee, ee. yeah that was cute i like, like it oh when, my gosh. when fran is kind of baby talk a little bit i've always liked that <laughs> it reminds me of the uh the canasta episode which i love when she's like they were my friends first yeah <laughs> now they don't want to play with me <laughs> and so sylvia gives this advice she's like it's this is gonna take forever and he's over 40 and his sperm are in a coma <laughs> and it says that it's yetish says that she had the three of the dumbest kids i've ever met oh my guess to about val's mom oh right right okay. <laughs> tell my <me> notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yetta just insulting Val right then. I did like that little running gag of, well, you tell it. Because uh, she says she insults Fran, too. Talk about, or not insults her. Says, oh, my gosh. I know somebody who went through this exact thing. She's like 40 years old and just lost her baby or whatever. 
And Fran is like, Yetta, that's me. Oh, well, then you tell it. And then, yeah, she says, I, I know this woman who had the dumbest, three dumbest kids I've ever met. Yeah. She's like, Yetta, that's Val. Oh, well, you tell it then. <laughs> well, they go to Mr. Fu, the herbologist. And uh, she says, he offers the help. And she says, why would a woman over, uh, over 30 need help? I'll need three dozen. <laughs> yeah, they give Val that, like, he keeps upgrading the the amount, the dosage of oh, the smart juice gosh. or the smart pill. What did he say? You take two every once a day, and she <laughs> says, how many every 24 hours or something like that? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she was, I don't know why I, she struck me. I always like Val, but like this episode, she was just so funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. She kept, oh, it was like, oh yeah, 50 cents. And she says, well, okay, then how much for two bottles? And that's when he was like, oh, you know what? You need the large. And then, yeah, <laughs> she says that about the whatever, how many of her in a day slash 24 hours. And that's when he grabs this like humongous bottle <laughs> and hands it to her. Yeah. And so when they get home Cece and Niall start eating the cookies and <laughs> things, and you get this like flirting with the sponge when he's like cleaning her <laughs> with the sponge. So weird. And she's like turning around the rough side or whatever. And I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> this a new apron. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did love before they do that when they're talking about it and Cece talks about how she almost got um, her tubes tied and he says oh stop deluding yourself go get that vasectomy <laughs> yeah that was good oh my gosh <laughs> and then when she asks um, Fran about that the powder because she's putting the powder obviously in those shakes mm-hmm. to give him and she's like oh is it slim fast and she's like no swim fast and I was like oh, I don't know why it's a super corny joke but I <laughs> thought it was really cute funny. I know I laughed too <laughs> Maybe it's the way she said it. No, it's swim fast. Like she had this enthusiasm about it. Yeah. And so then they go on Hollywood squares and uh, the, or the Maxwell's gotten invited to Hollywood squares. Only because Andrew Lloyd Webber couldn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They end up going to get an ovulation kit at the store and, (laughs) val she's she's wondering why why about toilet water oh my god <laughs> and fran's like you stop taking the pills smart pills then we're with that guy again and we yeah. learned that uh, sylvia tried to get him to ask fran out <laughs> glad i didn't go out a date with you yeah you were you were over 30 and single and that's it <laughs> It's just like you got the, oh, wow, you got all kind of problems. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh and so they they said so they, they can have no sex until, ov- until she's ovulating. So they have to abstain. And it's very difficult for them. And this was pretty funny. Them <laughs> trying to, to... Rubbing to, on yeah. each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, he says, you abstained for five years. How did you manage that? And then the next scene, they're eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I did like when 
Maxwell runs down the stairs with the like falls of the uh, negative pregnancy test and tells Niles to throw it oh, away. Oh yeah. So he just throws it in the trash can and Maxwell's like, well, I could have done that. I want you to take it outside and throw it. And he's like, well, you could have done that too. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, I like this sassy Niles uh, when he gets sassy with Maxwell. <laughs> yeah. Well, they get to Hollywood Squares and uh, Yetta is there as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Monty what to Hall wear. Jacket, or with her Monty Hall thing. At, so she thought she was going to let's make a deal. Or, oh, okay. She wore, she said she wore what she wore on the last game show she was at. So that must have been let's make a, a deal because on their sign said something about Monty, which is Monty Hall. Okay. And that that I do know that they wear those crazy outfits. Yeah, because you had to get deal. noticed. That was how you got noticed to be on the show. And they would ask you, like, do you have a, a button in your purse? Do you have a sewing kit? And then they might give you cash or whatever. I used to watch it. It was funny. <laughs> I, I love that line from one, the way old one with, yeah. from the 1970s. It was funny. I did also love that line from Val where she says, why is Maxwell up there with all these famous people? <laughs> I was like, stop it. He's, people know who he is. And then they read off the Andrew Lloyd Webber card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Fran ends up ovulating in the middle of the show. And I, I can't imagine that it's that time sensitive to like, oh that you couldn't wait until the filming's done. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I'm but not, I, I don't have any children. It seems like it wouldn't be that time sensitive, but who knows? Maybe it is, but that's the joke is that she has to go get him then and get him to come down off the square. <laughs> and she tells Whoopi, she, she says, I have to have sex with my husband. <laughs> She's like, what? Um, <laughs> uh, and so there we go. And at the end of the episode, you have uh, Geta eating the sexy cookies and it's <laughs> right near Cece. And that's pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So the fashion, uh, we have started out with black pants, a black sweater with embroidery dogs on it. And I would have sworn this was Mochino, but it's not. It's according to Fanfine Database, it's uh, Michael Simon, believe it or not. Yeah, I thought it was Mochino oh. too as soon as I saw it. Yeah, so that was a shocker. It it looked so <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I didn't but... hate it. I didn't hate okay, how do I explain it? I I didn't like it as a sweater, but I liked the idea, like maybe as a blanket or something. It would be cute, you know, like a throw mm -hmm. blanket with dogs all over it. I think that would be cute. Mm -hmm. But not as a sweater. It was okay. It was, I mean, it's something kind of cute, sort of childlike, kind of, for an episode about getting pregnant. It kind of, I don't know, it was all right for me. Uh, but I, I would never wear it. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then she has a lime green suit with a scarf and a black turtleneck and this Alberto Macaulay and it was pretty good yeah All it was right. a lot of green i i again i would have mixed it up a little bit more they don't have the scarf at least i guess but and the turtleneck 
Um, but then she has a wool black textured striped uh, suit with with a burgundy pattern on it uh, with a matching hat. And this is Moschino. It was very textured. Like mm-hmm. you could see it was wool. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have ditched the hat on this one, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has a set of kind of blue splashy uh, pajamas. And these are Todd Oldham. So designer oh, pajamas. Whoa. I know. <laughs> yes. And then she has a purple suit with snowflakes on it <laughs> uh, and a pink turtleneck. Pink, pink snowflake. Uh, yes, pink snowflakes and a pink beret. There's our beret for episode. too matchy beret. for you, Rachel. Too much pink matchy. <laughs> or did the purple uh, break it up enough? The purple breaks it up. I see. I think it looks better than if because it's just when you have the same print for everything, it looks better as an accent. I think. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, this was pretty cute. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was uh, cute. Yeah. And then she's wearing her fluffy robe, flower robe. And then the last at the Hollywood Squares is an orange and red uh, suit, skirt suit, and it is Todd Oldham. So there's a lot of fashion on this episode. They had to make up for the last one. Right. I know. (laughs) So I do think this one is funnier than the previous two. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll give this one 7.5. What about you, Colleen? Mm, I guess I'll keep it at 7.5 as well. Mm-hmm. What about you, Larry? I am going to go with an 8. Ah, very good. I know. <laughs> Larry, this might be the only time you've ever ranked higher than Rachel on all three. All three. I know that is for sure a record. Yeah. <laughs> rating higher on every episode. Yeah, I guess is if pregnancy humor is just your jam. Who knew? Yeah, probably because again, I have like no ties to it, no emotional feelings toward pregnancy or children. So, you know, yeah. I can laugh at it all. Well, let us know if you're listening. Let us know what you think of these episodes and what you think of the fashion, all that fun stuff. Let us know. And you can uh, let us, you can follow us at Frankcast14 on Twitter. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. And Colleen? You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And our Francast Instagram is Francast1993. And make sure you're also following the Homeworkies podcast. We're lots of good stuff coming up over there. So check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone.